My dad is a guy one day I'll write a book and I mean it. He was educated but you get jobless a lot. Always because of bizarre drinking incidents. Eh? Like he went for some Zungu's funeral where the Mzungu hadn't even invited the partner in some accounting firm. Eh? That's a big firm. Eh? But this back in the late 70s. Eh? My dad went wailing in Don Bosco Church on a Tuesday morning <laughs> in a private funeral. Obe, 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 obe. Welcome to the Busy Being Born podcast with your hosts Kamande and Kigondo. Gentlemen, karibuni sana to another episode of the Busy Being Born podcast. Karibuni sana maze. Uh, I've missed you guys. It's been a while. It's been a while. We haven't mm. recorded in a while. Mm. Um, Wait, it's first first of all, it's quite okay for a man to tell a man I've missed you. I've me- oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's the point. Yeah. But anyway, um I've <laughs> to my I've, eyes, I've, bro, I've, I've missed I'm doing that. Yeah. You know me by now. Uh, I've missed you. Bro. Yeah. Uh, Do you want to hug? Yeah, we could. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've missed you too, brother man. Avosa, good yeah. to see you. Mm. Hey, it's been it's been a while for you guys listening. Uh, of course, we unaskiza to back to back for us guys. It's uh, we try and uh, do this at least twice. Yeah, release an episode every two weeks. Yeah, mm. and at least uh, meet once every three weeks. But uh, COVID happened, life happened, and zinaitwaje uh, the, the the cessation happened. Yeah, all yeah. that happened. Yeah. But we are well. So. Whatever year you're listening to us, be it 2050, like we always say, when he, this year, 2021, thank you. We'll have a good one. You already know who we have in studio, and uh, we can't wait to indulge. Yeah, and, and we have a sponsor for this episode. Yes, this episode is brought to you by Tulivu Safaris Limited. They are travel and safari agency that offers limited tailor-made tours aimed at enriching your experience with family and friends through a number of exclusive travel assortments, which include, but not limited to, one, uh, Cotter's Safaris. This is an experience in the Bush Villa, the 1920s camp, and the Cotter's Fly Camp. Two, Elewana Collection. This is an experience from uh, Afro Diani through to the Elephant Pepper Camp, through to their setups in the Masai Mara, Camp Amboseli, and uh, many others. Three, the Safari and Conservation Company. This is an experience which covers Borana Lodge, Laragia, Laragai. Laragai. Hey, this word's banana. Laragai House, Lengisu, and Manda Bay. They sound so exotic. I want to go already. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> and uh, finally, the Safari Collection experience, which covers the Giraffe Mana, Soloi Camp, Turkana Safaris, and many others. To leave with Safaris Limited also handles Serena Hotels and Mayan Villas that is in Nanyuki. Check them out on their social media pages, uh, f- on their social media pages for more details on their vast and exclusive experiences and venues. On Facebook, they are Tulivu Safaris. On Instagram, they are at Tulivu Safaris Limited. And on Twitter, they are at Tulivu Safaris. How you spell Tulivu is T-U-L-I-V-U. Safaris, uh, well, that is S-A-F-A-R-I-S. You can also contact them for your booking and or inquiries on phone using the numbers plus 254-700-036-240 or plus 254-733-333-181 or plus 254-2044-51949. Their offices are on Jetro Chambers, 
the first floor room 106 and that is on Mpaka Road right here in uh, Westlands to Livu Safaris Limited through our lens experience Kenya. Thank you so much. Check them out. We should do um, something with Tulivu Safaris. We when, should, Maze. Um, when the country opens up. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, opens I, up in May. Right? I, I, I love their name when Jaden, because yeah. it's like to live. <laughs> yeah. To live. Yeah. Yeah. To, to live. When you ah, want to now to, to go, so yeah. to live. Yeah. When you want to live, to go and to live. Yeah. 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 To go and to live. Yeah. 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 To live. Yeah. <laughs> To yeah, live, yeah, to live safaris, yeah. Yeah, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, we have a guest as yeah. you might already have heard. <laughs> we have a guest. We have a guest. <laughs> we have a guest. We have a guest. And let me ask, are, are they are they brilliant? Of course they are. That's the only reason they're here. Mm. Mm-hmm. Are they representing the motherland? They always represent the motherland and in a very special way. Ah, fantastic. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, are they are they busy being born? Of course, man. They're busy being born. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, our guest today, as you might already have seen, is Tony Mochama. <laughs> Round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> and now, Tony Mochana, uh, Mochama is a celebrated Kenyan poet, writer, caricature artist, uh, multiple award and grant winning author, and senior journalist of the Standard Media Group in Kenya. Um, he's one of the, um, which is one of the leading media giants in, in, in Africa, of course. Among our guests, notable accolades include being a multi-winner of BART Awards for Africa um, Literature, and he was also a recipient of the Miles Morland um, Scholarship. He's an alumnus of the Summer Literary um, Seminars in St. Petersburg, Russia, um, which is Hazen University, right? Yeah, where he sharpened his craft in creative writing. He's also an alumnus of university, the University of Nairobi and the Starehe Boys Center before that. <laughs> He's been a resident poet at the, I don't know how you pronounce it, Kafoskari University. Yeah, yeah, yeah? your Italian is yeah, very, yeah. Yeah. very good. Yeah, very good. It's very Vinizia good. Italy. <laughs> and, and, and more recently at yeah. Emily Harvey Foundation, um, where he was a resident writer in Venice and over the years I've been a speaker reader and facilitator at literary seminars and workshops in Canada, London, um, in the UK, Portugal, and across the continent. He's definitely a globetrotter uh, because he's always busy being born. Um, Tony um, also goes by his alter ego, which we'll talk about, which is um, Smita Smitten, <laughs> stands tall um, with about a dozen, if not more books under his belt. And we are more than honored to have him with us for a candid chat on anything and everything. But as you already know, with a focus on habits, routines, stories, choices, and beliefs that make him the man we salute and celebrate today. Um, how he stays being born, that's the most important thing. Ladies and gentlemen, we give you Tony Mochama. Karibu sana, bro. Karibu wow. sana. <laughs> Thank you. That, that, that was so beautiful. <laughs> I felt like I'm, instead of being born, eh, <laughs> that I'm already dead. I'm being <laughs> yeah? So that, that's glorious. No, no. I was like, wow. We won't celebrate yeah, you we, before, we before, before yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. We yes. want you to hear, yes. um, you know, how great you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you're yeah. Feel, uh, feel I, like, I'm like, who, who, who is that talking about? Who's my brother talking about? Yeah, you've done all these things. And... At least for our generation, we've uh, been the guys reading and watching and seeing these things can actually be possible. So we salute you and keep going, Maze. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Such that by the time that we are now saying that he lived a life, took 
you will have to stay here for another two hours because so much <laughs> this guy has done, Mazi. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Matt. Yeah, that's, so keep that's, that's very nice. Yeah, Tony, yeah. there are so many places we could yeah. start, but I think the best one yeah. um, to start is obviously, you know, we're in the COVID era, mm. right? So how was last year significant? How, how was last mm. year different from your previous mm. years? Of course, it was yeah. different for all of us. Yes. Um, and then, you know, how are you, how has that changed this year, um, even despite all the changes? Yeah. Um, no and so, a Chinese eating a bat in Wuhan <laughs> yeah, from the flesh markets. Forget these stories about, uh, I don't know, vaccine, like, um, you know, man-made and all. Eh? Mm-hmm. This is what happens when you eat wildlife. Eh? Yeah? To live who takes you somewhere nice. And then you, you, <laughs> you find a bat in a cave. Mm-hmm. And then you say campfire, you know, with the horror stories we'll eat. Because there's, you know, that uh, genetic sort of jumps. Mm-hmm. Yeah? And, you know, we are all very close to this, like, Bats, we are very genetically close. Yep. The way we are with, you know, like rats. Yeah. Yeah. We are very far from snakes, mm-hmm. but we are very close to mice. Bats, yeah. 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 And even guinea pigs. Mm-hmm. And pigs, yeah. Yeah. So nobody saw this coming. I remember just watching the news, you know, uh, and I was even telling someone called Flora, I kept saying, man, yeah, look at those Chinese. Eh? Yeah. And we thought it would be contained like SARS. SARS that happened. Yeah, in yeah the previous two SARS. Yeah, there yeah. were two of them. SARS I, one and SARS two. Yeah. I, I wish your listeners could see you. You, <laughs> you know, you, you just look like a very bright guy. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Th- yeah. That's and you're right. <laughs> you're right. He yeah. actually is. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. He looks yeah. it. Yeah. You know, the people just look bright. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I don't think I, I can. I do don't this. know if you sound bright, but you look bright. <laughs> yeah. I know I'm kidding. <laughs> you also sound so. That's what I think nobody thought. Yeah? Then you'd see it coming closer and closer. And then I'd, I'd just been at that Venice place in a, a, a few months before. So when it hit Italy, mm. yeah, I was now talking to oh, some. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it hit like Venice hard, northern Italy. So speaking to like a Batty Scuba, this like a terrified 80-year-old, she's now 80. And sadly, husband actually passed away. So she was right to feel ominous about it. She told me, but you're not Tony, eh? Say this thing is coming to Kenya also. It's coming oh. global, eh? And it's true. And it landed here, and we all Dead. remember it landed here on March 12th, 2020. Mm. Yeah, so, I mean, and it hit everybody. The curfews, yeah? We had never seen this since the coup of 1982. Mm. I'm sure very few people were born, were born yeah. eh, from the Kenyan population, eh? Yeah. So think about that. Like they just shut down the those seven o'clock cafes. They were so strange. Cops chopping guys, you know, yeah. around. And this thing of wearing masks. I used to laugh when I watch like BBC or Al Jazeera. Yeah. I'm like, what's wrong with those guys in Hong Kong? Because mm-hmm. eh? they always do face masks. Eh? Wow, wow, I'm yeah. You see, they are paranoid. But look at our world now. Yeah. So that was a yeah, it was a it was a total shock to to the, to the system did it uh, did it sort of throw you off from the way you work and the way you approach like your daily routines around life um okay me i discovered working from home yeah for many years eh? okay uh, like going to the office is quite boring eh? <laughs> like the older you get you're just like what am i really doing in the office so i'd already phased myself out of the office apart from weekly meetings eh? okay mm. you just start by saying you know i'm in the field then you do your thing then you have internet in the house. So so it didn't really change that. Eh? I, th- I think a lot of people discovered working from home yeah. last year. 
So it didn't change that. Uh, but it changed my nocturnal habits. Eh? Because, you know, as a, I'm a bit of a, or used to be a bit of a night creature. <laughs> yeah. 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 We we live among the creatures of the, the night. night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Mm. That you know this. Okay. So, yeah, great. So, yeah. Um, so it, it did change that part. Okay. So not that much uh, changed around you. So let's talk about other projects that you, you are attached to. Yeah. Mm. And uh, we'll oh, jump yeah. in straight from... Yeah. Uh, so normally, for the guys who are listening, we normally do this uh, every other Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. But uh, today, this is our first, maybe it will be the first among many others, but this is our first afternoon session. Okay. And the reason we moved to the afternoon yes. is because you are slightly caught up in uh, the AMCA session. Yes. yes. So um, mm. the first ch- chunk of our interview, we yes. normally focus on what you do mostly professionally. Ah, okay. So from for your case, from writing yes. to consulting yes. on this other, many other mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. And one of them has to be AMCA. So yes. let's jump in from there. Tell us what Amka is. Uh, and uh, yeah, as we go, we'll build on to everything else. <laughs> yeah, okay. So Amka is this uh, writing space and um, um, it's hosted by the Goeth Institute. Yeah. And Amka is, you know, just wake up and it's primarily always designed to be a place primarily and still is for women writers, mm. young women writers. But when we got involved, we said, this is our third law. There's always this phasing out now of the boy child in every aspect. Like in Uganda, they have all these talented female writers because of femme right and so on. But you never hear. Now there are no Ugandan male writers. Mm. Okay, they are there, but they are really not there. Mm. They're not the ones like, you know, coming up. They're not the ones winning awards. They're not the ones traveling anywhere. If you go anywhere, where you know, it's like there are these Ugandan women because of the femme rights and so on. So although Amka is primarily a women's space, we persuaded, and she's a very nice lady, Lydia Gatirira. She's, I think, now like 60. And she didn't have that radical feminism. She said, okay, one third can be men. Yeah. So we meant like one out of every three of those writers, primarily in their 20s. Yeah. But there are some even in their 30s and one or two, maybe below 20, but primarily in their 20s. So it's a, it's a mentoring um a, a creative um a project we do it monthly in terms of the meetings but then we look at the work throughout the month the work that is handed in and give those writers reports and we are always proud to say that amk in kenya and you can just factually check this up eh? i don't think there's been any in the last 10 years any major literature winner in the country who has not come from amka mm. wow all of them yeah yeah Working a glory Mwaniga with the yeah. Moland Miles yeah. thing, yeah, was an Amka or whatever. Um, you know, okay, we are the pioneer winners, but we also, you know, they're like, How do you do this? And yeah. you know, you mentor them, and they, they have to have the talent, of yeah. course. Uh, on Jerica, yeah, with her strange stories, the King's Prize winner, yeah, uh, uh, I call her Fanta on Jerica. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what her first name was. Like I've totally forgotten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, you just used to call her Fanta and yeah. still do. And it's so stuck. yeah, <laughs> like the King Sprays, um uh, the other you know, this um what is she called? Um this other um, geez. 
what's happening. This, this, it's all good. Yes, yes. Yeah. I was but going to say this young Luo lady. <laughs> <laughs> In a very Kenyan style. You yeah. know, they say, ah, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. okay. Yes. Yes. No, so, it's all good. Yeah. But yes. clearly, yeah. there, yes. uh, there are products from these sessions that have ended up being mm. quite mm. outstanding yeah. in yeah. the literary circles. Yeah. yeah. And, and it sounds like mentorship is something that's very close to your heart. Um, what ends up happening is this. Eh? First is that stare thing. Mm-hmm. Eh? You are told, eh? Eh, let me sound like Majanja, eh? the Mr. Auzi, Auzatalai. Auzatalai. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just randomly. Mm-hmm. Eh? I always say, Alliance, guess you know, you are I always say, at a funeral, one day someone will read out a nice eulogy. For, forget the Alliance beat, yeah. and the cops the guy, will open. Yeah. The <laughs> I went to Alliance, boys. <laughs> Stand up and just say that, and just say, I was in Alliance, <laughs> and then collapse back. <laughs> And or like, or yeah. I'm a lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which Tony actually happens to me. <laughs> no, I don't like the lawyer jokes. No. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Please, eh? okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hitting close Smart to home. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I, 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 I like the making fun of more oh. the alliance okay. guys, the guys. I, I'll yeah. take note of that. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, so the mentorship. Yeah, yes. Yeah. 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 So there's, there's always that thing in Starek because of griefing, like, mm. you know, like you always have to mentor his kids, your younger brothers, mm. but also sisters, I mm. suppose. Uh, so there, there was that thing. Okay. So it's not in me, it was forced in. Yeah. 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 I mean, you are told that. Yeah. And then the older you get, you notice that a lot of people, yeah, and that's just a sign of age. Mm. Yeah. When you're getting older, gets interested in the same things you do with literature and all. Yeah. Yeah, you you find you have some uh, mentors, uh, disciples, uh, yeah, proteges. Yeah, yeah. whether yeah. you like it or not, yeah, yeah. it behooves you. Yeah, to, it only comes naturally. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you now have to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So we've just focused on one, and there are so many other platforms that uh, sort of build and mentor young writers, and another, uh, which is quite notable, has to be the actually this is the first place I met you. Mm-hmm. This is a Story Moja festival oh, yeah. and this must have been 2013 or 2014 mm-hmm. and you're doing a session 2014 this was the time Wole Soyinka was was uh, that, was that, around this ah, is ah yes that was 2014 2014 because uh, ah, 2013 2013 was Westland. the west west gate yeah, mm-hmm. yeah just up yeah. here the road from you guys yeah that okay. was the bombing and that's why Shoinka even got involved yeah because Co- coffee Aunur yes. left the session in 2013 yeah imagine he went with his son. Well, it was uh, to have coffee at West at Cafe. West. Yeah. He had asked where he should go. Because still, that's a nice place yeah. to go. Not in Sarit, which was closer. There's always that. Uh, no, it's not me who told him to yeah. go down. <laughs> <laughs> don't that was look, the next don't look at me like that. That was the yeah. next. Was yeah. it you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he actually left the story. Moja. Yeah. He actually left. Got into the taxi and went to at to cafe. meet his death. Yeah, at at cafe. The, the sun yeah. was also short, right? The sun was short, and what happened was he saved the sun. That was the last uh, wow. heroic act of his life because those guys started asking uh, that thing they ask for. If you know, um, these fundamentalists, yeah, the, the, that thing. Uh, I know Abu knows it. It's called the shahada, shahada. Yeah. And then, and you know, they are dressed in those yeah, uh, the, the those Ghanaian. Mm. So, so yeah. they had been put aside, but they were being asked those things. So he pushed the son yeah. and told him to run. 
Okay. Well, he shouted, run, and pushed him, and the guy fell down the the uh, these staircases. Yeah, escalator. Escalator. Yeah. The sun fell, and that's when he was shot. But he kept yeah. he kept it moving. Yeah. Eh? He, he kept it moving. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, of course, they 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 killed the old man. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. uh, you know, oh, hey. <laughs> when they are being asked those things, eh? Coffee or not knows when mm. you ask such question by armed men, eh? <laughs> you know what it means. Mm. Yeah. So 2014 Yikes. is when you guys meet. Yes, this is when we meet, and uh, the moment we meet, you're well. It's not really meeting because we are not directly interacting, mm-hmm. but he, you're reading mm. a piece dedicated to coffee. Yeah. 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 Well, because this a was poem, a following. Eh? Yeah, a poem. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, then I also got yes. into one of your sessions. Yes. That was dope. I was like, oh yeah, he's actually the 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 person you. Think of when you're reading your articles and the person you meet to call. Oh, okay, yeah, clearly this guy also looks smart. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's what's up. Um, yeah. Let's talk about let's talk about story Moja and what's that about mm-hmm. and um, where you mm-hmm. well yeah let's just focus on that mm-hmm. let's just focus on that story Moja what's mm-hmm. that about uh, are you still in a way involved does it still exist mm-hmm. and as you mm-hmm. figure we're getting closer and closer to mm-hmm. your daily mm-hmm. I'm, I'm now mm-hmm. working this mm-hmm. is what I'm doing mm-hmm. but before we get there we are touching all these different all, all these things eh? yeah okay um yeah first of all I've been reminded that uh, um, all these mentorship requests we're actually working on uh, launching a monthly mentorship uh, platform covering various topics but online eh? okay yeah away from the goeth institute because there are so many yeah there are so many people who want to, even away from that formal structure yeah yeah okay so we love like a dedicated like just trying to be funky like you guys yeah in terms of getting with the times yeah outside of this formal structure yeah yeah okay because you know i was telling you how dope this is how your workspace is you know just so beautiful and informal yeah yeah so okay yeah, so this, um uh, we, yeah. we can link to that as well yes. is it already up um, yes. do you have a platform you're Facebook? working on it um, no no it's it's just, this is just the next thing okay the okay. next thing okay yeah, as soon as you like yes. have all uh all of it set up yes. just let us know we'll yes. plug it in yeah with pleasure oh thank you yeah, yeah, yeah it's very cool uh, so um uh, so story moja yes mm-hmm. story moja was a very interesting place eh? mm. because um there was always like i mean muzoni galan did a wonderful job in just putting it all together uh now that was just an event but it was a huge it was the biggest literary event we should get writers to come from you know different places in the world and come just here next to you guys actually Mm. the museum the museum yeah, yeah. yeah, the museum, yeah. just here actually yeah. yeah but um there was a time every year there would be something eh? like from 2012 eh? there would be something just weird going on mm. yeah 2012 i remember there was a and we thought that would be, was big but we didn't know what was coming so 2012 we had uh, miguna miguna creating mm. a lot of ruckus and you know Uh, which turned out to be nothing it was that was just the strong wind eh? because of course the year after 2013 was the uh, that terrorist attack yeah, yeah. that absolutely happen. disrupted it, it shut the festival down yeah 2014 straight after you said you in my session yes there, i was uh, one of the poets uh, just a very crazy person uh, and i Sorry, I have to say this a very insane person. Shelja Patel made story more about me 
the woman who did the fake sexual assault thing, yeah, maybe we'll talk about that later, but who has run away from the country yeah. and who is wanted, you know, uh, by a fugitive, because um, they were ordered to do apologies and payment. She, her, she hasn't done her part of the payment. Eh? She chose instead to flee <coughs> to a lesbian university. Yeah? It's called the Woman University. Mm? But I guess this is the modern world. Yeah, one day there'll be the gay university uh, or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, no judgment. Eh? Sure. Yeah. Just that's just the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. So that was 2014. Yeah. Story Moja became all about that. The next year, people were accusing uh, Muthoni Garland of financial impropriety. Eh? Now in 2015. Yeah. So by the time they're doing the 2016 festival. Guys were just discouraged people. It, it, it was poorly attended. Yeah. Then the 2017 one was taken like to Ghana, to Accra. Yeah, yeah? that was a shame. I mean, yeah, Nairobi had just become very toxic. It's like, that's why I said it was like, it was jinxed every year, it's something. Yeah? Yeah. So by 2018, Storimoja is now just like, a, ironically, mm. it's not a proper publishing house. Yeah, they focus on publishing They now. focus on, they become a traditional, publisher mm. you know tenders for yeah and yet when the dream began in 2008 there was all this talk of you know to produce like the greatest fiction mm. there, there was a romance eh? and the start to it was quite yeah they're quite disruptive yeah? i mean they're very they're quite disruptive yeah so so yeah, yeah they were disruptive mm. yes Oh, you're using it in the modern sense. So, <laughs> like, in a good way. I was like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like why? why yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, they disrupted. They, they, they were to disrupt the model. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, it's a traditional. It's, 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 I mean, it's 13 years old. Yeah. And it's a curriculum. Mm. Yeah. The usual. Mm -hmm. Back to what was being avoided at the yeah. start. Yes. Yeah. What are some of your highlights before you, you, you go from um, Story Moja? What are some of your highlights from Story Moja? Especially in the early years of, you know, maybe between 2008 yes. and 2014. Um, wow. I would have to just go back first even to Kwani. Yeah. Because yeah. it's been we'll 20 years. We're actually to going to Kwani. Oh, we'll yeah. go to Kwani. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I loved that story moja like that year, that 2014. Eh? You know, sometimes you think something like this is the beginning of a very beautiful thing, and yet it's the end. Sometimes, yeah, it mm. says le commencement, de la fille. Yeah, uh -huh. it's, it's yeah. sort of like the, uh, like, I don't know, you, you've read of things like Woodstock, when they thought Woodstock yeah. was going to be like the start of the greatest ever hippie, and yet it was the end. Yeah. 2014 for me was very special because that's the year uh, in Storimoja we had you, I'm glad you attended one poetry session so we got to honor uh, Kofia Honor and you know to meet Wale Shoyinka and to interview him and then uh, we did things with Oma Obama like yeah. on the same panel that was like my last ever panel like with Story Moja, and in between those you know we won a war and us talking about the price things like those five days, in fact, I think, are the most slots. Muthoni Garland had given me the most slots cross genre to talk about media on one day. So it was uh, to meet uh, Michaela Rong and discuss journalism with her. So you're sitting with all these people, yeah. including Oma Obama, whose, whose brother that time is president of the United States. Mm -hmm. eh? And you're just thinking, I remember... I walked from the museum that day to go and watch. I'll never forget Chelsea playing Man City. 
because Lampard scored for Man City. Yeah. And it was 1-1. That September, it was so beautiful. That, I remember even the, the sunset was just a museum to town, Hooters. Yeah. And getting in there and just feeling like this. Th- that was one of the happiest strolls of my life. I still remember how the light looked. Eh? Yeah. Just walking alone. Story Moja had ended. And and it's sunset, just like the movies. Mm-hmm. And you go yeah. and you watch football. And then, yeah, then I end for rock yeah, uh, at Choices. Yeah. And it was a beautiful, beautiful day. Then you wake up to the nightmare on Monday morning. Yeah. yeah. You are hungover and you wake up to the nightmare. But you've had this wonderful, wonderful experience. It was almost spiritual. Yeah. That walk. Eh? I was like, I, I was like, man. This is how life should be. Like even after life. Yeah, even yeah, the after Because yeah, I, I remember feeling like I was floating. Mm. Yeah. I was so euphoric. Mm. Nice. Then you yeah. wake up to trending on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Like the next day. Mm. Yeah. Because we are finished Story Moja. Then we go watch football with like my friends. You know, you're having a great time. Then you go listen. Chelsea to wins. Rock. Yeah. Two one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and you go and you listen to, you know, you listen to your rock musical choices and then, you know, and then you sleep and yeah. then you wake up to uh, to Hades. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's let's mm-hmm. now that we are there we can really avoid it. Mm-hmm. But we'll slightly focus on uh, the internal narrative as, as Kamande likes to put it. Yeah. <laughs> For the next one year mm-hmm. from this morning mm-hmm. to the court cases that follow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's going on within you? What are you telling yourself? What's the internal narrative? Exactly. Okay. Commander, what do you mean the internal narrative during oh. what, what period? During that period after... Mm. You're now trending on Twitter. Ah, okay. Yeah. yeah. First, it was very disappointing to realize that I'm trending above Westgate anniversary. Yeah. Yes, I work for papers, including the Nairobian, but it was like, wow, we really are a scandalous nation. Yeah, how can you trend above, like you're the number one trend in the country? So what's going through my mind that time, internally, is first I couldn't believe it, because like when you open, you know when you open like Facebook, and I was opening it before I get into columns just to wake my mind up. I thought there are so many messages. You know that part where they show you the number, and I thought my sister who lives in England is dead. Because you never get Zaman, it used to be the phone call you dread. Eh? I remember being terrified of opening those messages. I was like 234. What you remember it? the number? Yeah. You never forget. Because I remember, because you ke- I kept looking at it, or like there's something very bad. That's just messages, eh? That part you see, usually it's like three or two. Or, you know, those unread, those ones. They are on the right hand corner. Yeah. Yeah that part so i open and then so what's going the jigsaw puzzle is feeling itself in you're like wait a minute i'm being accused of what attempted sexual assault where and by the time you're putting these things together don't forget when you switch on the phone the missed calls eh? yeah again hundreds of calls but the worst part is explaining yeah the same stuff over because command if you call me i can't linger that call or i can't tell you i'm i'm so you know or i tell maria ah, i'm tired of seeing this story because you sound like 
you're hiding something. So even the lawyer in me was like, hey, okay, this is a fake story. But people keep asking questions. So you feel like you wish you could record yourself and play it for them. Send it to everyone, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. just say, yeah, but you have to. Yeah, and that's not the time to dodge. I, I saw guys get finished. Eh? You dodge calls. You you know, I, I was tempted to have an entire bottle of vodka. It's like, this is like a nightmare. Like you're being focused on an entire country is looking at you and not for a good thing. Sexual assault is, you know, one of the most heinous, even attempted. It doesn't matter what degree. And this is the plot that these guys had actually, the spider web that working a shell had spun around it. And then it was a campaign. So, and those days, me, I didn't know those things of how, to, how people make things trend. So you keep presenting. So even the court was horrified. That's why when they were hit with that 10 million, the malice, because that's an element within defamation. Professor Amboy was being asked, you personally did 587, you know, the electronic footprint, herself, eh? stop Tony Mochama, you know, uh, Tony Mochama is an assaulter, copying, uh, you know, the workspace. These are people that are not reaching out to you. They are not, they are just working outside the system and avoiding law enforcement. They are dodging the cops. So even the female magistrate uh, at the end, eh, uh, sorry, the judge at the end of, of all this, at every level, people were shocked. From, I'll never forget, Juliana Wanyama, CAD, because it was women on my case, they, which is good. They are saying a rough woman to you. But after like three days, she was like, no, not one happy now, to come Because they have interviewed and you're just like, wow, this is a crazy person whose story keeps changing. So there was that part. There was the part they were trying to push the DPP, but even at the DPP's office, they were sent a letter saying this is malicious and it's an afterthought by a woman within the DPP. So I'm very glad that it's reputable women throughout. I'm glad there was no man involved like in this entire process for justice and even other, even the justice at the end, you know, was a very, and a woman with a solid reputation for, you know, those convictions and whatever for uh, offenders and so on. But she was, even as she was appalled, you read her judgment, she was like, honestly, you can't do this too. You are the people who make it even, people not to be taken seriously. Yeah. And these are educated women, you know, NGOs, crew and so on. Yeah? Yeah. Crew is screwing uh, innocent people. Mm. I can say that. Yeah. Because one of the perpetrators is an, was, you know, a director there and mm. still is. So in the end, you start finding out it's between Vendata by a fellow poet and somebody, this is how they fundraise. This is the first time I understood this world. My friends like working Mugambi Kie, the human rights guys, you create something, then you write letters, you say you are doing a big case against a very, a major media person who is being defended. Not a simple guy like me, but they make you sound like all media houses are on your side, which they were not. You know, thank God for people like Caroline Mutoko, who was like, that's the worst nonsense she has ever had. But that's how they get their funding. You create narratives, then you write to North Dakota or wherever, or Connecticut. Eh? And then funding comes in, then mnapewa pesa for the case. And you support your, 
lifestyle stay in low ratio so throughout all this what are you telling yourself like to face every other day mm-hmm. like to, to next week we are we are back to court like next month i have missed this gig i was supposed to speak at now it's yeah. gone. how do you keep your sanity what are you constantly telling yourself um in life there's a very i don't know how many of you have watched uh, have you watched game of thrones of course command you watched yeah, game of, course. of thrones yeah. yeah this is a great advice eh? uncle peter tells um the, that way princess for the north when she says should they fight you know where yeah. she's going to fight uh, the preparing for war. and he says eh, don't fight in the north eh, or the south eh? he said in your mind fight everywhere fight every battle at every place everybody is your enemy everybody is your lover everybody is your friend then he says eh, um in your in your mind you're always fighting everywhere all the time always that way when anyone does anything eh, you'll be ready because you'll have seen it all before in the battlefield of your mind that's my i think it's my favorite part from from that game of thrones part because uh, people get devastated because they're surprised and caught in the moment what kept me going was i played it out mentally Once I saw the spider web, I, I saw what they're doing. I went into lawyer mode. Okay, first I lawyered up way before them. When they are busy there with their kangaroo courts on social media, I made sure like I went to, uh, you know, uh, I did the due process before them. Like, like chess, I prepared. I could see how they want to do this distraction and I could see their end because I knew it's, it's fake. Yeah, their case is false. So I analyzed it and uh, I even sat in my lawyer and you are like okay um a fantastic woman at the time although it's a man little what had um, Deritu so he sat with her Sonia Deritu and then I could see their doom I was like they see a deep part we land they'll go to DPP yeah because they don't have anything but they are hoping to create pressure at the even trying to get Jim Margaret Kenyatta involved eh? Yeah, they're trying to create a lot of this noise eh? and they're not following due process. So what kept me going was the idea that one day I'll be vindicated and I said however long it takes. Eh? There was a time and I was witness when they even tried at it to begin outside of court. Now in 2017 when when their cases had been dropped, they created fake things at the central police station. Imagine they made up women. They made up fake um they said that there are other women accusing me so we documented all that and when their cases were dropped it's like when hitler went into russia hitler went with his 3 million men in operation barbarossa and he knew he'll destroy russia he said by christmas they'll be the soviet union will be no more but you know what happened eh? winter came and then eh there was the blowback eh the defeat outside moscow leningrad didn't fall stalingrad crashed you know the sixth army so that's how all i thought i was like these guys are like nazis in russia they have no idea what they have gotten themselves into yeah yeah and that and, and that kept me going i knew that the end will come and the end will be the end of them yeah yeah that's why patel is not in kenya now she's a wanted person 
she fled Kenya. Yeah. The other yeah. one, the other one eh, is under legal siege. Eh, yeah. Yeah, although she's still fundraising to pay off things. Mm. Yeah. The battlefield of the mind. The battlefield of the mind. And and and, and yeah. yeah, um what role um did you know family um friends those around you a support system um what role did they play because i can imagine mm. despite you um, going you know knowing how the end looks like and already having ha- gone through this thought experiment and seen it thank you thought experiment yeah, yes yeah how how did it how did those around you it was hard of course mm. um and and so who did you lean on and and what support did you get or i didn't even not get yes yes well um those my ex wife that's why she's the ex eh? who in the middle of all this eh? Okay, we had other issues, but uh, she was also uh, uh, an, an Asian Indian. Yeah? So she decided community shame, da 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 da. In the middle of all this, um, sometimes you are deserted when you are down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I hear guys complaining. They say, "Oh, if you lose your job, that's when." Eh? There, yeah, there are women who leave. Eh? and then you know my brother had also just died not too long before so i remember thinking at that time like what an accursed period of of life eh? brother's death this scandal and then so that one i can't say that i got a, a, a support from you know the person who's closest to you in terms of the wife eh? but my friends were amazing some friends were amazing some uh, yeah because that was a great help my workplace was wonderful standard media group was was great they like i don't they know me i don't have this sort so colleagues were the best actually my colleagues were the best yeah they closed around you know in a very protective way um we did an interview with the char but in the char and it, it's too you know there was a mother and a kayang woman they, they they even did internally then they were told this guy eh even when he goes on those trips where there's occasion for mischief eh, he can be the last one maybe at a pub eh? yes that's that th- those are his type of crimes eh? yeah he's not a guy for uh, harassing even talking badly yeah we, you know we are we are well brought up and uh, in what we say good schools and one has to have character and respect so that helped that had a reputation i dread if i was young Uh, and i didn't you know so sort of was known but artistically it split writers in half in the country because you never forgive eh? mm? you know there's that bugger you've been drinking with and he's the <laughs> one eh? yeah he's out there mm? busy saying yeah this guy is going down yeah so i was surprised that the writers till today yeah there are some I was like okay thank you so much eh? so it's it split uh, it, it did split the literature community mm. into because that guys pro me and against me and i remember the very same month i went to kwani uh, open mic and Cindy god bless her soul gave me uh, the microphone and i did my poems then i even did one called the elephant in the room because guys are looking at you you know what everyone is thinking like oh yeah, you are in this thing eh and i remember one of the other women was very angry eh she she blasted Cindy and called me and said how dare you said what guts do you have mochama you have been accused of this and then you can come eh 
instead of hiding away hmm? like the rat you, are, you actually come on stage and you know and i told her you know angela i said you know i was actually there i said and i'm not talking about your stage i was there i was at that poetry meeting and i didn't do anything yeah so i said i can't be ashamed of fake allegations i can't why should i hide i've done nothing wrong so yes i'm going to show up because this is art i'm dedicated to art you had had been invited prior so your assumption that i won't come because i'm ashamed yeah i, I told her sorry then you don't know me yeah i said paul san yeah I, yes i'm there because i didn't do anything and that's why i'm even writing that whatever and of course patel throat when we kept inviting her we kept saying please come even to studio and say exactly face face me tell me exactly what i did to you because i want to understand i, I said this on national tv on ktn we extended an invitation i said instead of defaming your, me on ntv since you have the voice yeah it's not like some trauma victim you have the voice to go on ntv yeah come even with your kikundi of wanawake or whatever you you say you say tony you did this 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 shame on you da 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 they avoided that process almost completely yeah yeah, yeah. and 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 how has that experience um shaped your artistic career in in the years after <laughs> no my art as uh, like i said uh, nothing gets in the way of my art yeah that that was a social uh, uh, and defamatory things in which you were vindicated of course there was the fact that i didn't get a lot of white invites i call them white invites <laughs> coincidentally after you won the case I, i got three immediately but part of the reason also they had they, they were judged to to have to pay so much money was cause when people google at that time and you know mzungus are like this guys google and they're just like man do do we need this problem from black africa do we need this problem eh? because that time you know it's your name is there and that's what defamation is that's actually the horror of it eh? that, that your name is there and that's why i'm so happy the court did that vindication that we were cleared and they were punished and the judgment is, was out there for all the world to see literally because it affects you like that but it didn't affect my productivity at all because there's a discipline to working uh, the next year I, i did my poetry book for high schools in 2015 the year after that i did uh, the, one of my butter word books that was um, called run cheche run mm-hmm. and then the year after that i did a book called uh, a jacket for hamet uh, on terrorism and then the year after that i finished my afrofuturistic uh, long novella called 2063 last mile bet because one must not let anything destroy their art yeah not even, unless it's mental illness yeah but that thing of guys fall apart yeah you know this was the perfect excuse guys always say I like drinking but as if i did that was the perfect time to become totally like drunk depressed 
on top of divorced yeah, that that was the perfect storm yeah but um, i was just like uh, you know we stay on cause yeah, yeah we, we we have had plans and you don't let uh, your life become derailed eh, yeah. by these things eh? Th- that's actually what i'm digging at so mm. th- there are two instances that you've already mentioned one is you are already accustomed to working from home mm-hmm. even before covid right mm-hmm. um and and we know the nature of your work you're an artist you write mm-hmm. um you told us yourself like you know you're a creature of the night and everyone knows that mm-hmm. um and two now um this ordeal happens mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um how, how do you remain mentally strong because you're definitely very mentally strong from just this narrative um yeah. you still able to focus and and you know produce your some of your best work um in the midst of all this <laughs> and and that's what busy being born is because a lot of people like you said mm-hmm. cannot do that you know um it is very hard it's very challenging for mm-hmm. you for you to go through all that mm-hmm. and not sink into um a sort of state yeah. um where you, you sunken be, place yeah sunken yeah, yeah, place yeah. <laughs> i love that yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, it's it's very hard yeah, sunken place yeah? yes yes and especially in these times yes we've seen um you know in, in the pandemic sunken places yeah, yeah. martin sunken places mm-hmm. um in the pandemic it's very easy for people to do that mm-hmm. um because times are hard mm-hmm. um so uh, i i guess uh, what's my point my point is how did you how do you manage to the, to be to have this mental fortitude is it something you've worked on is it something that is natural um is it intentional um at a half paralyzed mom who rose very high in Kenya commercial bank eh? she became a, a, what they call a big person in the bank she's now deceased eh? and i used to see her right from when i was five she had gotten a stroke but my mom used to work every day go to the bank she used to say who will pay the mortgages my dad was a heavy drinker so um from my young age i learned and my mom hated yeah because she had her own issues eh? later i realized what it must have taken she hated like you just start complaining eh? complaining eh? she used to say you know those are very small things i think within and she was a beautiful woman yeah i, I don't take my looks from her <laughs> my sister in england does eh? so um very early we just and you grew up in that environment you're just like my mom goes through a lot yeah yeah just to hold body and soul together and still that gets things done when they see the strength of a woman of fortitude yeah you saw it firsthand yeah so i learned like a, you know if I my two hands and my brain hasn't gone off kilter and I have my legs and your heart is pumping blood yeah F- first if you are a complete human being you're already strong and you are lucky yeah if you're not going blind yeah because that can happen eh? out of the blue you know th- those type of things eh? you can become an amputee yeah? god forbid you'll never be that but uh, you know these things happen eh? mm-hmm. So yeah so from I think when I was five I, I that one I, I credit my mother primarily like whatever happens you can compartmentalize it mm. compartmentalizing things yeah don't let stuff in one area of your life spill too much <laughs> into the other because th- those are the seeds of your self destruction the moment you let um things from one compartment yeah. affect 
um another compartment yeah, yeah. You find some guys. Look at this rugby guy. Mm-hmm. He's in the news mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. For uh, those uh, for uh, rape, eh? so he's out on bail. He's even lucky that he's had a chance for the case to be rehired. But now you want to hire people to kill. <laughs> That's the story. Yes. Mm-hmm. See, he's been arrested. You, you, you know that, eh? This rugby yeah, guy. Yeah, I, I know. I know the, the, the first broke story, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Okay. the oh. first one. So yeah, he went he had, but it was an undercover cop. So you to kill the chick. All these people who your relationship, yes, relationships are very important. I can't undermine. Yeah. They are very, very important in our lives. But these days you find, eh, especially younger people, eh? Somebody's with some woman, some chick, so she leaves him or whatever, then you know, someone reacts like a sociopath, even a psychopath. You want to go and kill someone's daughter for what? Yeah, that's just your date with you know committee, and with some very rough characters there. Like in a oni, go to a court and you bang a soap. For the rest of your life, mm. yeah. So this type of uh, uh, and uh, commander, this is what I mean. Eh? Like, don't let eh, Matt, things spill over. Compartmentalize your life as much as you can. It it helps, it helps. Yeah, it helps very much. Yeah, fantastic, wow. fantastic. Hey, eh. um, I'm 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 trying to think of a way to segue into the next uh, chunk, but we've gone we've gone in uh, we, we didn't go into the sunken place, but we <laughs> <laughs> Martin Martin sunken places. No, that's movie. actually from a movie. That's uh, nice. What movie is that? Um, no, I know you know the movie. I'm sure mm. uh, the sunken mm. place. Get out! Ah, yes, yes, out. yes, 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 yes. Uh, I, I did watch that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, the um, black girl goes for the exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I'm I'm trying to think of how to 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 do this, and I'd I'd, I'd seen an, an opportunity mm-hmm. when we spoke of uh, how friends reacted, mm-hmm. especially around your literary circles. Yeah. And um, then we went really deep, so it was slightly hard to. <laughs> go, <laughs> uh, so let out. me just jump into it. Um, Always remember this, eh? Being your colleague, yeah, and your f- this guy is your friend, Martin. Kamande, yeah. Colleagues are good. Half of writers are just crap. Half are gold and half are crap. Yeah. Mm. And 60% of poets yeah. are rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> My poetry friends, I'm now looking at yeah, yeah. you. Um, Wondering yeah. which, which, um, are, are you in the 60% or are you in the 40%? <laughs> yeah, you're just doing pro- probability every time you meet them. Conditional probability, you're like, hmm, yeah. <laughs> Commander, you're into whatever. Eh? You're, you're into sort of like physics. Eh? No, I'm you know, a, like I'm, Schrodinger's I'm a, I'm a, cat. I'm a, I'm a data scientist. Ah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you had mentioned thought experiments. Whatever. Yeah, okay. Techie, techie. Eh? I'm into yeah. You know Schrodinger's yeah. cat. Eh? Yeah. yeah. Look at him saying, "I used to see that. I used to see on TV." <laughs> Maria, you saw that at yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. Like, 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 who doesn't know Schrodinger's cat? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, then he looks at Martin, yeah, apart yeah. from him. Yeah. <laughs> so let me read this about yes. um, a friend of yours. Mm-hmm. And these are your words. Mm-hmm. We were fish leaping joyously up out of the ocean at the stroke of daylight, unaware of what was at stake, of the seagulls circling above in circles. Mm-hmm. Dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. 
you do know this line right yes yes it's from uh, my poem about where the fish it's the fish gets eaten yeah. by a seagull that it never sees coming and yeah, yeah, i remember that poem the way i came across this mm-hmm. was in one of the interviews where you are recounting not realizing this was one of the final moments you would share with uh Binyavanga yes, this uh, is pre the stroke mm, and everything else that followed mm, so we'll jump into Kwani mm, uh, but before that mm, let's talk about this great human being mm, but also a human being who had his struggles mm, but in a more special way mm, a human being who mm, was clearly in the 40 40% of <laughs> a literary friends that were your genuine friends what do you remember of this guy number one and number two what have you picked from your experiences with him that you constantly cling on to and remind yourself every other morning um binavanga um and his anniversary will be you know on may 22nd is second it's, it's hard to believe that it's two years yeah eh? mm-hmm. And I remember we are coming from a temple in a taxi eh, when we got the news that he's passed on eh? some Hindu temple also not too far from here but um what people have to understand about Binyavanga is what a big man he was yeah Binyavanga was a big fat man with a big fat brain with a big fat heart with a big fat laugh and he was a force of nature binya was not yuzage would walk into the room the people say larger than life he was literally larger than life the guy was intense he was crazy in his own way binya vanga could talk but you talk until you're just fascinated eh? yeah like he, he can do monologues eh? we used to call them the binya vanga monologues eh? this is you know eh? that's how you talk you know you know what you don't understand it can be the opening for 30 minutes one hour <laughs> and you'll just be there yeah you just want your drink and to listen to him this was his power yeah binavanga was like literature some of us just keep processing things eh? we are always processing compartments da da da, da. binavanga let the hurricane blow through him yeah he was the hurricane he didn't put it in any compartments or filter so he was the art yeah he was like the big art yeah that guy you meet like a guy from a novel yeah and he was and then you never let up yeah you just be there you know he'll talk till late at night yeah i remember being at parties with binavanga where you're sleeping on the couch you're just hearing his voice yeah <laughs> constantly yeah there's just like a background you just you know yeah it's favorite eh? let me tell you these things you just keep hearing that eh? you drift off you wake up yeah, yeah it's, it's, you hear another you know yes yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let me tell you eh? and he had all this yeah like that yeah you just keep hearing that so yeah so that was a that was a binavanga primarily a, a, a very just a strange but a, yeah a wonderful guy yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um j- just to jump in mm-hmm. um I was watching an interview or a podcast actually of um another of our celebrated um literary giants Chimamanda yes ah yes and 
out of nowhere mm-hmm. she mentioned how much influence yes. binyavanga had on her life and i was mind blown i didn't know that because i'm not in the literary scene of course mm-hmm. but i was like jimamanda you know yes. i've seen her yes. i've read her books and i know how much of a force she is mm-hmm. i know binya was influential mm-hmm. but to hear jimamanda go and she was almost crying about yes. uh, uh, you know yes because of binya's demise we were there and some of us and binya used to tell me Muchama, one day you'll realize you should listen more to me. Chimamanda listened to Binyavanga. We were there together with Chimamanda, Binyavanga and a whole bunch of writers after Kwani had started when her, fa- her first book Purple Hibiscus mm-hmm. came out. Eh? She came to read it. In fact, I organized it with a guy called the late professor Chris Lukorito Wanzala. Wanzala. I'm the guy who was given the assignment to get a space at the university. That time Chima was just, she just is somebody, but it was typhoid. That's how I even got to know uh, Professor Wanjala because of doing that errand or assignment for Binyavanga to get this Nigerian girl whom he had said, said this girl will go far. The thing, what she was doing is throughout, what Binya did for her was, he didn't just edit her first book, he edited it, he's the one who edited it. But, he introduced he plugged in like to Chinua Chebe when he was still alive eh? and because Binya understood all this like politics of Yoruba uh, Yoruba and uh, what, what? Ibo. Uh, Ibo and you know she's Ibo eh? so he is done who did the because he was getting this global co- Binya was very good at linking up guys eh? with global connections yeah is done i met my mentor Mikhail Yosel, the Russian, through Binyavanga. That's how I met Mikhail Yosel. Chimamanda met Chinu Achebe. But as she was like a lot of women, you know, when you're, in your tw- uh, when you're the same age, like, you know, women are much more focused. A 29-year-old woman and a 29-year-old dude, sometimes our worlds are party. Mm-hmm. As you are party, Ah, Russia, yeah, Montreal, yeah, yeah. But Chimamanda was very laser focused. Eh? Yeah, Chima was just a person like you know she goes back to a hotel like she she does the networking thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You guys are just like always the open bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? and, and you know you are there. Yeah, Chimamanda was not like that. Yeah, Chimamanda eh, and, and men wake up like because hello nanza like forties. Then you're like, wait a minute, eh? You know, wait a minute. Yeah. Chimamanda was not like that. Chimamanda was very focused. Yeah. Le- yeah. Let me say that. She yeah. just knew she's meeting this guy, what she wants, yeah, how will he help her? She was very and and it's Binyavanga who introduced her to Alion. But she picked up the game very fast. And uh, she still does it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why she has done things with the SG, Beyonce. She knows how to, she knows how to game a room. She's 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 a politician. I I, I must say that about mm, her. Mm. Yeah. As someone I know, Chimamanda is a very calculated person, which is good also. Yeah. In its own way. And she's yeah. smart. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah smart. Yeah. yeah. Circling back to you, Matu. Yeah. Um, you're going somewhere with the Kwani. Yeah. Yeah. Um. 
So no, I'm just overwhelmed. Like every time I hear mm. people talk of Binyavanga, uh, mm. he's one of us. There's this question we might mm. ask you mm-hmm. uh, at some point mm-hmm. of if you are to have a session with a guest or two, mm-hmm. uh, dinner, uh, dead or alive. Mm. And at the back of my head, I always think probably Binyavanga will be on that table. Mm. But then again, mm. I hear all these stories of how how much of a force he was. I'm even intimidated at the thought of mm. like sitting yeah. with him and just talking with him. So yeah, that threw me off a bit and mm. what a brilliant soul he was. Mm. Um, not so long ago, like mm. um, two, three, four weeks ago, mm-hmm. uh, more or less within the last one month, mm-hmm. you one of your articles read that um, perhaps, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find where the writing is, mm-hmm. but the spirit of it was perhaps the death of kwani mm-hmm. started with the passing on of the the founder of it um mm-hmm. maybe a few years ago you mm-hmm. wouldn't have thought this mm-hmm. but uh, this is very recent so mm-hmm. w- of course we'd read the article yes. and for the guys listening we'll attach it there as well mm-hmm. but um Great, yes. Like two, three months ago, we saw sort of the poetry. That's actually where we met. Yes, recently. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes, yes. Akinyi yes, was Martin, one of yes, our guests yeah. not so long ago. Ah, uh, wonderful. Yes, uh, yes. MC. MC. Doing quite okay. So they're sort of trying to give it a rebirth of some sort, but uh, it feels like you you disagree. Or what's your thinking around where okay. the future of Kwani oh, is? Oh, first I must tell you, yeah. uh, you know, Akinyi will be going to Montreal. Yeah? Oh, yeah? To Concordia. Hey. Akinyi, if you're listening to this, yes. um, um, why didn't you come and tell us that on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> the person... Uh, also helping in this process is Mikael Yosel, my mentor. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. So these art connections, they, we are bonding like yeah. this. It's important we keep them up. And to anyone listening, interested in the arts, just to keep up these bonds and friendships because you never know yeah. what caused your life, especially if you are young. Yeah. Like a king, you can just wake up and yeah. And and bounce. Yeah. Yeah. Anywhere Not, in the world. Yeah, nothing nothing is holding up. She mm. didn't have like three children. You know, yeah, and two husbands, <laughs> just, yeah, just hanging around, yeah. But um, no, I don't disagree with that. Eh? Okay, about where we met, eh? because to me it's very encouraging that Mike Mburu, one of the most underrated guys in Kwani. You know, there's always someone there in the background. Yeah. Okay, not like Abu. Abu, I'm sure he's doing his thing. Eh? Yeah. Abu, Abu is a big deal. Yes, I know he's yeah. a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But uh-huh. um. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Guys can't see this, but we are saying hi to the big uh, deal. <laughs> big deal Abu. Big yeah. deal Abu. Big deal Abu. BDA. Yeah. So um <laughs> So Mike. Yes. Uh-huh. So Mike has picked up something from the debris, the wreckage of Kwan. Mm. Eh? Yeah? Yes, because it's debris. Yeah? But like he's like a chokora who has found eh? a Rolls Royce engine. Eh? And he's now looked for the metal bit to fix it back. Because Kwani actually started dying around about the time when Binyavanga was coming out. But it's because, and we can't blame him, Binyavanga had done his 10 years of literature, as far as he was concerned, from winning the Kane Prize. So by 2010, he sort of detached. Hmm? Plus he wasn't in Kenya. And he started, he, I think he had dedicated his next 10 years to gay rights. He had dedicated them. 
very purposeful. He was like he has done what he can for literature. So it's time for another part of him to to pursue this gay thing, yeah. which was very sad for literature, of course, for us even, because you're sort of like our, our godfather. Champion. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that was his personal choice. And uh, then he came out that time, and he had good points. When he came out, he said, oh, we shouldn't be such a PCA country. Not that he had anything specifically about the PCA church, but he was saying a PCA mentality, both politically correct East Africa. Yeah. That's what, you know. Wow. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah, that's PCA. Yeah. yeah. And church. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Just hitting yeah. Just hitting yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And then, unfortunately, he had the stroke. Yeah. And it just corresponded. And that's what corresponded with what I wrote in the article. Eh? Yeah. That's the time Ford was pulling now out of a out of Kwani. Yeah. And then Kwani was now becoming a very strange, it was sort of supporting its upper Eclions with, you know, very fancy Westlands lifestyle, mm-hmm. so to speak. Uh, things are not getting published. Yeah. People are going for workshops in fancy places like that. Uh, Tuvula should take us there. To that castle, yeah. what's to it live. called? The the Nanyuki one. Mm. Then, yes, yeah. yes, yes, mm. to those castles. You go there for workshops, but nada. Things are not published mm. to waste the money. Yeah, staff is not getting paid, and so on. So, Binyavanga had this series of strokes. He was almost having a stroke a year, and uh, it was so tragic his end. And uh, Kwani was also dying slowly. It was just dying slowly. And I remember the atmosphere was so bad, like the last one, eh? the last 2015. Yeah. We were there, I remember the consul from Indonesia, Misha was there, even Mikhail said, eh? yeah, we had the Chiromo Gardens, but you could already feel the air of that mortuary. Mm. <laughs> yeah? Blackness. Yeah, the, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Martin. Eh? Now, that was a sunken space. Yeah. It mm. was one of the sunken spaces. It was one of those. Yeah. So it was just a matter of time before the plug went out. Yeah. But I'm very encouraged that uh, Martin Buru has uh, to, to, to go to Debris to even take the name Kwani mm. to look for, you know, the the poets, the, all these young people, because now we saw them come up. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was at the first spoken mic ever in 2002 at Yaya uh-huh. when I was really young. Yeah. Yeah. Now that was youth. So it's strange that that was 2002 and then that in 2021. And you see, I meet you. Yeah. Almost yeah? 20 years yeah. later. Yeah. Mm. And then I meet him. So it shows there's a value. Mm. And you saw the atmosphere. Yeah. It's, it's great. Yeah. 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 It's still as a love. Uh, the first time I actually yeah. went to one of the uh, Kwani open mics right. was at the Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the back back in the day, mm-hmm. uh, that's when I I discovered all these people. I was like, oh, there's a circle around uh, around poetry, uh, so it's good to mm-hmm. see that in a way it's still alive. Do you do you feel um, the new version of Kwani will have to sort of phase out what it was meant to be and build itself differently, or do you think they should now still look for the different parts of the Rolls Royce and put it together? <laughs> I think that era is over. Okay, all that it has proved is that. Kwani as a publication or publishing thing, yeah. entity, outfit, is kaput. Okay. But our very strong African oral traditions, like spoken word, eh, these are oral tradition. That's there. Yeah? 
it's weird that that's what has survived. Eh? Yeah. yeah. It's weird that out of all these things, eh, all these oh, you trips to where, oh, this, that, yeah, like out of all this kit and caboodle, that what has come out eh, is the yeah. oral part of it. Even to me, it's astounding. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, hey, maybe there's something to this African thing we keep saying that Africa is a, a place of orality. Mm. Yeah, I have to be humble enough to say that. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Okay. Hey Amen. I, I feel like there, there are so many tangents that, that, that you could pick <laughs> just, beautiful, yeah, just from that discussion. Uh-huh. As, as, an, as, as a bit of an outsider in, in, in the art scene, um, one of the things that... You're um, the tech guy. Ish. Yes, G- you know, guys respect the tech guys. So IT, tech, because you guys are the ones who know what the fabric of the world looks like. The rest of us feel like we are, we are in the matrix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's what like, I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. You're thinking about the matrix, yeah? Yeah, yeah. 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 I have so many of those around yeah. that. Um, yeah. yeah, but the world is software. So they say that software ate the world. Um, yeah. <laughs> software ate the world. That's a beautiful one. Yeah. Software ate the world, yes. So now we, we have to always think in software. Yeah. Yeah. Video killed the radio star, but software ate the world. Yeah, software <laughs> ate the world. Um, and, and those are not my words. Yes, yeah. they're very good words. Yeah. Uh, so as an outsider, one of the things that really caught my eye was that mm-hmm. I don't know how many people have, have been able to do this. And, uh, this. and I was just talking to my wife um, uh, about it before coming here. Mm-hmm. You've, there's, a, there's been a master's thesis mm-hmm. written about your literary style. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know how at the University of Nairobi, yeah, um, which um, you know by by whatever standards is is one of the best universities on the continent. Yeah. Um, yeah, people I, always say, you know, there's that <laughs> arrogance. Eh? At, at, did you go to a university or did you go to the, the university, university of Nairobi? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You two guys are actually like, type like, of water. Water. Yeah, 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 that that's my actually yes, yes. the University of Nairobi. Yes. I, I, I also oh, say that I'm, yeah. I'm also an al, al, alumni, alum, alumnus of. Right? Alumnus. alumnus, which is singular and which is plural. You're you right. You're an anu- alumnus. I'm an alumnus. Okay. Uh, yes. Thank okay. you for the correction. I'm an alumnus. Hey, look at look at an, a tech guy <laughs> yeah, cor- yeah. correcting. <laughs> I know. I know. Don't worry. No, <laughs> it's because it's from there. I'm, I'm University of eh? I'm a bit stunned. Eh? I was like, yeah, actually, it, 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 <laughs> it is alumnus. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So you are an Illuminati. I'm an Illuminati of Chiroga. An alumni. Of Illuminati. Yeah. Well, I, okay, Mazay, you're flexing, but I thank God you didn't go to Alliance. <laughs> I know. <man>. I'm not <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not a lawyer. The, the combination would be... Oh, the, <laughs> sorry, yeah. sorry. The combination would be insufferable. <laughs> <laughs> and we said, let's leave lawyers out of Okay, so sorry. You'll yeah, appreciate yeah. them. Sorry. Yeah, guys, guys don't ap- appreciate doctors for COVID. <laughs> the day you have matters. Mm. Or what lawyers call issues. Okay. The day you have issues. Mm. <laughs> That's when you... Uh, you're your lawyer jokes. So what's my point? So, I mean, how was that? Like, how... Um, how was that process? Did they? Sorry. Uh, no, no, sorry. I uh, I I keep doing what Maria was doing. Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, because of the time, eh? Maria, yeah. Maria is telling us about the time. Um, mm. Let me just read what was written. Yeah. yeah. So this is according mm. to Maureen Amimo in her project paper submitted in Partial Fulfillment of the Requirements for the Degree of Master of Arts in Literature at the University of Nairobi. This is 2014. Mm. Tony Moshama belongs to this contemporary group that is writing about issues of disillusionment and dystopia in contemporary Kenya. The complex nature and avenues propagating dystopia in the modern Kenyan society require the writers to rethink their models of writing and representation of the same. Dystopia literature, according to Tom Moylan and 
La Colini is characterized by a bleak, depressing genre with little space for hope within the story. The state of the contemporary society forces uh, if forces imagined writers to reject the norm in order to interrogate the problems in the society. These writings need to be interrogated in light of the situations they emanate from. The new writers reflect their resistance as well as a rejection of the status quo through the way in which mm-hmm. they use language in their works. Yep. Okay. And, and I'll add one more line eh? yeah. um, which, which I came about on the abstract which is mm-hmm. he manipulates language resources through both transgressions against um, and conformity to conventions to draw attention <laughs> of the reader to the dystopia prevalent in the contemporary Kenyan society. At the same time, he leaves room for hope in the degenerated society. Mm-hmm. So um, th- there are two questions arising from here. One is mm-hmm. how was that experience for you? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and two, more importantly, mm-hmm. um, I, I want to find the connection between art mm-hmm. and the society of Kenya. Oh, fantastic. Right? And, and, and especially in these times yes. and, and what you think about where we are, where yeah. we're going. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of us seem to be constantly in those discussions yes. um, of you know the state of this country. Yeah. Um, sometimes it seems hopeless to have those discussions. Is it important to do it? And, and generally your thoughts around mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. where we are and where we are going um, and, and what are the possible solutions. So th- I, I don't know which one yes. you want uh, no, to I like the D's in it. Eh? Mm-hmm. The disillusionment, the dystopia, the degeneration and the discussion. And I'll start with the, the disillusionment. Eh? Kenya is constantly disillusioning everybody. Yeah? Because this country is an illusion. Oh. Hmm? Kenya is just an illusion at a very many levels. Eh? Hmm? Yeah, when you look, whether it's the tribal things that still just uh, deeply sort of like uh, permeate through the society, whether it's the promises that are never kept, yeah, they matter how bright you are or whatever, first you'll be disillusioned and these days it's bare. If you're old or you're poor or you're sick, you're just on your own. There's no other society that is as... Kenyans are like abandoned orphans. Eh? Even the orphanage has abandoned them. Hmm? <laughs> if you slip through the thread, you're just dead. Yeah. Those days, we used to wake up, eh? my generation was at so many V, Jana, da, 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 da. And, you know, maybe that time. But now, it's rapacious, eh? And that disillusionment, look at it this way. Now they don't have ARVs. They don't have free ARVs. Like eh? Bill Gates and all, and Pepfer, that keep people alive. But the latest scandal is because they wanted to manage those medications. They start taxing donated ARVs. That means they're like just fucking die to, to segments of this population. I'm using that as an example. Think of the almost, uh, I think, one point something million Kenyans who rely on those ARVs to continue living. They're ready to turn this back into the 90s. And I, I lived through those days. I remember you would walk in town and you see like three skeletal figures on the street. And it was terrible. Yeah, that was a terrible, that thing just is, you know, imagine, uh, they wouldn't mind taking back the country to that. And I use that as the worst example of what we have as government. Eh? 
this Ministry of Health. No one is prosecuting it, even as a cause, let alone prosecuting the officials who are letting this happen. The guys want to tax those things to force USAID and company to give them the money to run HIV programs so that they can steal the money. The re you all, the rest of you can die. Dystopia, of course, is right now we are living through dystopic times. This is the perfect dystopia, this COVID-19. This perfect, eh? we have curfews right now. We're in CG one county zone, yeah, and so on. It's great material for like a novelist like myself. It's not so great, eh? and I'm writing some stories, but it's not so fantastic as a human being to be living in this uh, dystopia. Um, never stop discussing it. Yeah, never stop discussing the degeneration, because there will be a regeneration. Hmm, yeah, I love that. Yeah, there, there will be, we'll all be born again. And I don't mean in the, I mean in your yeah. podcast sense, mm -hmm. I don't mean in that <laughs> Christian way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Coming uh, to because birth. there are generations who won't forget this period. Coming to birth. Yeah. yeah. Coming to birth, exactly. There are people who will be paying for debts which are un unsustainable and there'll be a government that stops paying in conjunction because that's the next great struggle. They will fought against colonialists. There'll be a war against Chinese, not physical, a default war where they'll start saying your currency is useless because you guys are defaulting. But that's the 21st century war where guys will be like, okay, China, you sorted out your future through debt to irresponsible presidents and debt-addicted uh, addicts. Eh? Some of them are drug addicts, we don't know. But we must never stop discussing this because after that, if you stop discussing it, you're like, the, if there are cold countries like Russia, they see if you are out on the street or people would be out on the street, if you just sit there and curl up, eh, you won't wake up ever. Oh, sorry. If you curl up and die, you will never wake yeah. up. You've heard of that. Eh? Mm. Yeah. The second you, f you feel so cold, you start feeling warm, you are dying. So if you stop discussing it, if we stop discussing it, we will never... They, they'll have won. Eh? And I like songs like uh, The Muse. Uh, you know, uh, the one like Fat Cats, The Revolution. Yeah. How can we have crowns on the heads of clowns? And why is this world a place where fools become kings? Uh, I'm a terrible singer. <laughs> I mean, they sing it very well. If you go to the message is the most important thing. Yes. Yeah. So we can't stop discussing this. And if uh, some academics, uh, you know, academics, uh, academicians are very interesting people. If they can, if they put that and say that Yuan's work is about disillusionment and dystopia and degeneration and how there's hope, the hope is, like we said, commanding the regeneration. Yeah. And, and, and I'm curious in your own assessment because it's something that you've spent a lot of time thinking about, obviously. Mm. What's the, what are some of the options for the paths we have to this regeneration, especially for this generation. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> that was totally in tech or yeah. are you a spoken word poet? Martin, is this a spoken word dude? Mm. <laughs> he actually this degeneration. Mm. 
that leads to regeneration hey. for, for especially for, for this, this new genera- generation hey. Hey. Mm-hmm. Hey. Maria, have you had that? <laughs> yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. um i think sorry and i'm not just pitching the book it's not like anyone can see it the other day i was looking at a, a well i had to do a book during covid mm-hmm. this and thank, thanks to the conrad that they know steve tung it's always foreigners sponsoring any project but i did a book about 60 years of a political party in kenya <laughs> wow just the study a, of power it's, it's called, a dope title it's called political parties after political parties mm. i don't have to call it party after party, after party. <laughs> that's what i'd called it yeah <laughs> and then those guys are just like nah. <laughs> yeah, they are like no yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, no, that's yeah. not working yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, Maybe yeah, people will not have taken it seriously, no? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, eh? Yeah, it's another night runner book. Yeah. Yeah. But we're just being played. And we are being played by the same guys. And my hope is at least they are, they're all passing on into a bit of eternity. All of them. The entire lot. Because when I was researching this book, I was like the same players from 1991. Although some of my personal friends like uh, James Orengo and uh, Kivuta Kibwana was my teacher. So I'm not saying they're all rotten. Eh? But it's the same style of politics. Yeah? The same deadly sort of alliances. The same there's no ideology to these parties and that goes to the personalities, eh? Yeah? That, that that's just the way it is, eh? So we have a revolutionary who has married an incompetent incumbent because we have an incompetent incumbent who is divorced from a mobutu seseko type hustler and these are the only viable sort of that's the triangle of power right now in Kenya that generation sort of has to pass and that's where the discussions might continue because you look lower down then you find guys like babuino surely <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you know shooting dj's by his own admission eh? yeah shooting dj's because you are on whatever you are on we don't know i don't to slander but we know you're on something and then yeah you are just uh, saying things like tbm and riat eh? and uh, onomatopic nonsense is is the generation below so um i, I i'm just saying focus on your area and become the best at it because they love to be alternatives to this kind of it's only people like my friend Bobby Mkangi wonderful guys you you are just talking with him the other day about how this constitution is being dismembered there'll be no regeneration through politics in this country hmm. none not yet and not through politics eh? if you are an IT techie guy become as geeky as you can within your field because we start out, we just start to have to try and build meritocracies in certain areas that hopefully hopefully when this corruption and self absorption slows down and it will only come about when like I was in Indonesia some years back eh, they are locking up chief justices life sentences until the dpp becomes very effective and you know we have I didn't like magafuli for his covid 
But until we start having less wastage through corruption and things being invested like in you know technology in young people in the arts in the oh. arts yeah, yeah of course yeah. in the arts of course commanding my brother mm. yes in the arts too then we can start having a nation that is more wholesome but right now survival for it's just like people want to enter politics to feed on whatever is there through a tax paying class that is being diminished the middle class in kenya is just disab- it gets smaller every year and they get more desperate eh? they are so unoriginal they keep not taxing more eh we've seen fuel that when it's low, low going low in other countries in kenya fuel is high they keep fantasizing now they are even taxing lpg cooking gas they'll tax kerosene they'll tax the cape you're wearing backward on your head they'll tax your shirt <laughs> they'll tax tax your head scarf and your phone and one day they sell abu eh, to oman it'll be sold to muscat eh, when when they run out of uh, options you'll just find it's on a ship to muscat eh? and you'll yeah. say what happened to mm. kenya mm. so these are just uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so picking up from that um thank you very much that's a very um intricate answer um so become excellent in your line of work if you're in technology if you're yeah. in arts if you're in whatever then uh, become as competent as possible become um, a chimamanda at your craft at your craft mm-hmm. yeah. i love that yeah. um, um any other ideas especially mm-hmm. any other ideas about this path to regeneration that's one of them any any other because you've said clearly yes. it's not going to be political yeah not yet yeah yeah not okay. yet uh, mm-hmm. i mean thank god eh, that no one lives forever Yeah. yeah. The reason I'm asking mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. your, your first option mm-hmm. is obviously um very um it's actionable, right? Mm-hmm. But then if you're living in a country where you know all this they're continuously strangling you if you're mm-hmm. trying to mm-hmm. be in technology, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um and and you know there's only so much that you can go with innovation if the policies of the day absolutely. do not support that. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, so absolutely the know what you mean. Sell us nyanchwani. A friend was talking about it the other day in one uh, there on Facebook. Eh? Mm-hmm. We are back to the 90s and I'm old enough to remember the 90s eh? when guys just wanted to go to America. Eh? Green that that's how my relatives disappeared there. <laughs> Me always say my relatives when they are not underground they all first went to Minnesota. And it's not a Mine, joke. Minnesota. Eh. Mukisia kiona na sota. Anakimbia na toroka, anaenda Minnesota. You have to say what in your too much of a base. You have to say Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. Shout out to my cousin yeah. Biko. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we are getting back there in the 2020s. Okay. Kenya had changed a bit under Kibaki. The 90s were like we as we have seen it before. Mm. This is not a, a new thing. Mm. We have seen this rabbit before. Yeah? From the heart, eh? it disappears eh? and it disappears abroad. And I'm afraid that a lot of the 2020s will have people Akinyo is telling me that the part of the reason she wants to just go is because she's just like let me just go. And that was how it was in the 1990s. Guys had felt no hope throughout Nini the regime then dead political things were getting rough. So that's when we used to ape Americans. Then we sort of, you know, we all became, you know, Keroro yeah. eh, and Bogab. Who 
can bogo me yeah. yeah those lines by wakina gidi resonated so much like you know can't young luo make money anymore it was everybody yeah. it wasn't luo just yeah it was everybody that's a mess line originally yeah yeah, yeah. yes that was mess originally there we go yeah, yeah. mess to gidi gidi uh, mess to gidi gidi there you go mess to maji maji that ma thing when <laughs> so I'm afraid we'll just start having brain drain. Commander looks like he's very good at what he does. Mm. You find Commander starting to think, "Eh, hey, let me scatter." Okay. Yeah, and we start getting that scatter mentality. And uh, yeah, that is probably what will happen a lot, especially the younger people in the 2020s. But there's always regeneration. No no one in the 90s would have thought would have had the way you know 2000 the 2000s came yeah. and the early the 2000s i must give credit to the kibaki regime yeah. things were starting to be on an up and up but i must give a lot of discredit you know to uh, you know sometimes the average kenyan voter especially when i've written this book and all the hell was wrong is wrong with them it's not a must that you went to alliance yeah to figure out some things <laughs> yeah that the same guys will be sucked into hustler mentalities and so on you know sometimes you you just lose respect for the, the, what is called the common kenyan or the average man yeah. no one wants to be elitist but you lose a i can see jihad <laughs> it's like there's a fatwa oh, going on uh, behind your back yeah i've seen, I've, I've, I've seen that um, there, there are so many stories yeah um I, i think before we jump into some quick personal questions Um, I have one which is um, maybe at the, at the borderline you, you um, I don't know what to call it smita smitten <laughs> how did that come about um, as an artist oh that was entirely accidental <laughs> absolutely it was just an accident and and the, the reason I'm asking this mm-hmm. is outside of this yes a lot of us in high school we were just speaking um, we spent a lot of time reading your articles mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Um, so it goes without saying that at that point in time yes a lot of us um we are looking forward to every yes. uh, friday to read oh. um to read your segment okay so i was told to go and cover a man of event eh? <laughs> like pulse had just started yeah. pulse was part of our idea if we were smarter those days we would have been entrepreneurs but we sold it to get a job we sold those ideas to the company uh, and were part of yeah that's on an entry if i was kikuyu I wouldn't have thought like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you know being okay kisses these days are here. Uh, but you are in your 20s you just want you don't do law now you want to do something. Smith I never forget that where you send me to cover uh, where you was your boss. Where you Amuli she was the editor. Mm-hmm. And was a, a new writer and we had started but Pulse was very new. Literally it was the the second edition. She said go and cover there's some celebrity event at Carnival there's a dance competition sponsored by Smanoff eh? so at Smanoff I was very happy I said ah sponsored me love a lot of free vodoski good and I come from Russia that time I was fresh from the boat and and vodoski uh, was not a name by then eh? yeah it was you had not coined it yet no okay. not yet mm-hmm. no even kibandaski and so on mm-hmm. but anyway so um But then I'm thinking hey, this is not good for I'm Tony Mochaba. I'm, I, I was still thinking I'll be a serious writer. Yeah. I still at that so compartments. This compartment mentality. Mm-hmm. 
I said, can I write it with a pen name? And she like, yeah, whatever. Eh? So that weekend I was thinking, uh, sorry, that uh, it was because it was a Friday that the event was. That Thursday there was something on the old KBC. I was thinking of Random Roger. I remember I'd settled, I'll be called Random Roger for that piece. Yeah. But this program came came on, eh? goodness gracious me, an Indian program. Eh? <laughs> There was goodness gracious me and there was a, someone called a Smita Smitten. There's actually a Smita. Don't worry, I got a letter <laughs> some many years back saying like, like copyright. Google. Yeah. Oh. But uh, they didn't pursue it because Smita never meets any celebrities. She's always like in a toilet or hanging. Yani she's claiming fences. She says, oh, Johnny Depp. I said, I'll meet Johnny Depp. And I thought it was a one-off. So I took the name. Smita Smitten. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's an it's already a character. It's an Indian. Because I was watching that program, then I was like, I probably won't even get to meet eh, any of these people that I'm being told to go and hang out with. Eh. So I said I'll be like Smita Smitten. And that's how it came about. Just that thought. I thought I'll be like Smita Smitten. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, I'll be like Smita Smitten. So like, yeah, so I'll be like Smita Smitten. So Smita Smitten. So it. So I did the piece. And in those days, there was no instantaneous reactions. Yeah. There was no this social media. Then I didn't do it the next week. Of course, I'd done my one-off. Eh? And why you have even said, what a ridiculous. She's like, what the hell is Smita Smitten? <laughs> She's like, you just thought of this when you are drunk. I told her, I, no, there's an AKBC. She didn't. And like you looking at me kindly. Yeah. And Maria. Yeah. She's like, yeah, whatever. But she let it go anyway. With Smita Smitten. Mm-hmm. But the letters we got now, the mail, there was Yahoo mail. Seeing that was the, the reaction, she said, oh, I think you have to have a column. Then she was like, yeah, now you have to have a column. Now you have to keep meeting these yeah. people. So I was like, so I have to keep being like Smita Smitten. Oh, wow. And that's a story. So do, do you still write in this voice hmm? to, to date? Yeah, okay. I mean, like, <laughs> well, I still have the column. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's still there on Fridays. Um, I write, uh, you also get a bit tired sometimes. Yeah, with time, like of um, <laughs> of just trying to hang out even without Corona. Yeah, I was already a bit like, I was like, I'll do this once a month. Eh? Mm-hmm. That's what age does. Yeah, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Some Fridays you just want to chill. Yeah, house. yeah. And anyway, after I wrote Nairobi Night Run, I said I owe nobody anything. Mm. That book almost killed me because. It was sponsored by Germans. I don't know why I always end up with German sponsors. Goeth uh, sponsored it. They give me. They told me they'll give me all the money for going out, plus an advance, plus later when I finish it. Then I went out for one whole year. Like an entire year. Like every other day. Like, see, today is Saturday. Yeah. So I won't go out tomorrow. Then I'll go out on Monday. And there are places to go. And then I won't go out on Tuesday. Then Wednesday I'll go out. Friday, like that. That book is only like a quarter of that year, the, the most interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that book almost killed me. 
because it's out all night. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. From Westy to Eastlands, I got to know the cartography, the nocturnal cartography of this city. I know places in River Road, or I used to know yeah. at that time, but that was, a, you know, like almost, no, yeah. that was 2012. Yeah, something that will stick with me from this conversation, so many other things, mm-hmm. but I like oh. how, I, I like I like the phrase nocturnal cartography. Oh. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> nocturnal cartography. And, and I think that's a good point to transition into the more personal into as, the, as, okay, as you so wind oh, up a bit. Mm-hmm. So the the the... the 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 rush that you've just felt was Maria doing the the, the, the gang signs. Mm. Rajua, <laughs> <laughs> guys, think Throwing about time. Yeah. 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 yeah, but it's all good. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Uh, um, our last segment is around play, so we'll just play around um, things that you enjoy. Hopefully, do yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, where did the passion for drawing? Um, when was it birthed? Was it a thing you grew up with? Was it a thing you just s- s- started sketching around and before you know it was a thing? Uh, the, no, this is fantastic. Eh? And Harry would kill you. I have this entire thing where guys think, sometimes I'm even even on WhatsApp. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm one of the worst artists on earth. <laughs> I draw sticks. There's a genius called Harry Muriuki. Okay. Before that, it was Kenny Kabur. But Harry is another genius. Eh? But because cartoon is saying their things in small names, yeah. there's an assumption, and you think it has made it to some formal spaces, yeah. that I'm a caricaturist. Yes. I am the world's worst. Yeah, uh, if I try to draw you discovery. now, wow. <laughs> I draw like a kindergarten kid. Yeah. Like I do sticks. I'm at that level of drawing. Yeah, I'm a gay for so words. So the, the, the I, ne- I can't draw. Yeah. I've never drawn. If I was in a crime scene and they said, do the sketch, <laughs> I would say, please, <laughs> get somebody with, with, with yeah. get Maria if she knows words. Yeah. Eh? Get Flora. Get somebody to, to do that. Okay. Like I'll describe how the person looked because yeah. that I can. Okay. Yeah. I can uh, see her face, so it had a dimples, it was rectangular in a certain. I can do that. Yeah. Drawing. Nothing. Thanks for clarifying that, Maze. Please, I wish yeah. this would be Harry, Harry Muriuki is the genius artist behind all my caricatures, Fantastic. even in the books. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and no one ever notices, and I feel bad because. Guess even like a, you know like the poetry book like what if I'm a literary gangster they're like man oh yeah and Jeff Muthe so I worked with yeah yeah, yeah I can't draw yeah. Yeah. to save me we life. shout them out here Harry Muriyuki yeah um, big big shout out to you yeah mm. um, we'll we'll try and also attach some of their profiles hundred percent yeah, yeah, yeah we we'll do that yeah yeah go and check that, that out I'll personally just send yeah yeah, yes. yeah. Asante um, where did you grow up. I'm a Nairobi West gay, born and bred. Nairobi, not Westlands, see Westy, mm. West. That is important. There's West and there's Westy. But Nairobi West was the epicenter. My dad used to drink with Wakinanyasani at a place called West End. Eh? It's a legendary bar. You can see Maria nodding. Mm. People who knew West End. Okay. Kisses used to drink there. <laughs> Kisses. <laughs> yeah, the kiss, yes, uh-huh. Kisses. Yeah, a certain generation. And be lectured to by Nyasani. Yeah. My dad got kicked out at some point. Eh. 
joke for telling people how their children are daft yeah. eh, because they married maids yeah. <laughs> but any that's an uh, so Nairobi West and Nairobi West yeah. is like it's like halfway Nairobi mm. it has the craziness of Eastlands yeah it's not quite it's not like Langata which is a bit too organized inside estates like mm. you know it's not westy which is of course is elite or any other elite place it's not like a buruburu which is middle class but with eastland thagari yeah hmm? nairobi west it's not like a, a the south b and south c which uh, you know twende to kawake uko nairobi west uh-huh. that's where we grew up yeah yeah Yeah. And characters there either you know if you don't break out of west you end up living in the same house your parent owned mm. you you live there forever and discussing i had today martin you are discussing old stories of high school yeah you can end up just living in Nairobi west having the same bedroom eh? there's a friend of mine He still has Michael Jackson prints on the wall like his room has never stopped being 1992 when i meet him yeah when i meet mooks that's what we discuss yeah we always it's like a time warp which is fine for a while yeah yeah but to live like that like it's always 1992 so it'll be west can do that to you it, it can Um, a, a very quick follow up in the interest of time um you mentioned lessons from your mom and and they definitely um have played a very significant role in shaping who you are any any lessons from your dad um wow my dad is a guy one day I'll write a book and i mean it when i turn 50 I'll yeah for a... you you actually mean it and it will happen not when yes. everyone says you know yeah. i'll write a book about it no yeah. no, no okay uh, well we are professional writers right yeah 100% <laughs> so we'll write a book called drinks from my father <laughs> stories of my father crack up people yeah. that's a wonderful thing with this type of trauma eh? my father was crazy they have a book called meet the omtitas mm. eh? yeah it's called meet the omtitas and then i realized every time i tell my dad stories eh? like how you drink for example then he comes home you know the other people would peel for like uh, ash trees There was a generation for neighbor ashtray my dad comes back with like a stool from the bar written jeans bar <laughs> <laughs> like i am not kidding eh? yeah. there's a time he kicked my kid sis out of a bedroom he decided he needs to rear chicken yeah so she moved into our room so yani we had got like 600 cuckoos yeah this in Nairobi west, west. Eh? then You used to get you was educated but you get jobless a lot always because of bizarre drinking incidents eh? like he went for some zungu's funeral where the mzungu hadn't even invited the partner in some accounting firm eh? that's a big firm eh? but this back in the late 70s eh? my dad went wailing in don bosco church on a tuesday morning <laughs> in a private funeral <laughs> obe, 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 obe. <laughs> Yeah, because your dad that uh, the guy had passed that, on that the guy's mother yeah yeah a funeral well, mzungu wa karen kona atwaine yani there are four and the priest but my dad is like in the office when he was told yeah. that there is a funeral he said no hell yeah. no he must go and commiserate <laughs> he has to go and mourn with and the guy was called george westinghouse yeah yes 
<laughs> so he said he must go. You must go and mourn with that guy. Write the book so, already, Mazze. So, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, and then, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, you know. Obe. Obe, Obe, Obe. We wait for that, Mazze. Uh, we wait for the book. <laughs> so, yeah, like I said, I realized yeah. what I thought was a tragedy in my life. Of a paternal comedy. And now, yeah, I'll write drinks from my father. Yeah, yeah. please do. Yeah. We wait for it, Maze. Um, Aya, as we wind up, uh, we we have to we have to uh, salute a company in the room as well. Mm. So you could tell us who she is. Just a slight hi, or she could even come and speak into yes, the microphone. Please, uh-huh. please. She's, no, all right. Oh, She's no. doing the Maria signs. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Today yeah. the two beautiful women in the room eh, uh, yeah. are full of. F- I call them fatua signs. Eh. Okay. Like, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Ooh, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> you've mentioned her before, yeah, that is yeah. why we had to plug her in. You've, in the conversation once or twice, yes, you yeah. referred to her. Oh, oh, that I mentioned, Flora. Yeah, yeah. Let's just say Flora is a very special person. That's what's yeah, And a very talented person. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, yeah. thank you, Flora, for being in the space yeah. with yeah. us. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for bringing in the sunshine. Yeah. I, you get this <laughs> chance, yeah, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> to stand in front of. The world, it could be billions of us as we are already, but particularly knowing that the bigger chunk of the ones in your audience are Africans, yeah? Mm-hmm. And uh, on that podium, you're next to the people we celebrate as the greats. So mm-hmm. from the Binyavangas to the Wangari Madais, but you're not given a chance to speak. Okay. What you're given though mm-hmm. is a chance to wear whatever you'd like. And on this particular day, you have a t-shirt and there's a message on your t-shirt. Mm-hmm. And in a way, you're trying to communicate this message that is on your t- uh, t-shirt mm-hmm. to humanity, yes, mm-hmm. but with the Africans in mind. Mm-hmm. What would that short statement read? Uh, wow. This is like, uh, Martin, this is like one of Kamandi's uh, thought experiments. Eh? <laughs> yeah. we, we do that a lot here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm gathering this. There. But it's one of the greatest sort of uh, yeah, interviews. It's a very just uh, eclectic. Oh, can wow. I say? And it's also electric. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Santa Sana. Yeah. So, uh, you know, big ups to producer Maria. The T-shirt would read with four Africans. It would have a picture of Vladimir Lenin. For Africans. Yeah. It would have at the front a picture of Vladimir Lenin. Then I would turn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This strange uh, Schrodinger place you've put me. Yeah. Under the back. It would read, if you don't, life will decide. Wow. If you don't, life life will decide. decide. Because that's what Lenin used to tell the Russians, well, people before the revolution, when when people are indecisive and all, used to say, he just used to say, Levite vui, disio. Slang Latin and Russian for life will decide. If you don't do anything about any any situation or circumstance, if you do nothing, don't worry. In a Newtonian way, forces will act upon you. Life will decide. Always. Yeah. And 
Africans, we do a lot of that, uh, whether it's procrastinating, not reaching decisions, not being brave. About Waiting things. for others to bring solutions to us. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, Obama always says uh, and said, hmm? that line I remember made me my eyes moist. I didn't cry. The only time I've ever cried listening to anything was when John Terry missed that penalty. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll never forget May 21st in Moscow. Yeah. yeah. But th- that one I cried. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But my eyes misted up when Obama said at the end of some beautiful speech. I can't even remember the speech, but I remember because he had so many of those ones. But he said, when Obama said, um, we are the ones we have been waiting for. That's that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. We are the, the ones, ones we have been waiting for. Yeah. Because wow. we're always waiting and then life decides. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to, um, a follow-up question to that, which is, um, if you're to gift two books mm. to anyone, um, one yours uh-huh. from your from the greats of Moshama, mm-hmm. um, and one from another okay. reader, okay. Um, what would those two books be? Uh, that's the easiest question I've ever been asked ever since I figured out one plus one is two. From my collection, I would simply give the book. It's not that it's the best. It's my biggest book. It's one that made me suffer the most writing. <laughs> so I would f- gift my Afrofuturistic novel, 2063, Last Mile Bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah? Coming in at 444 deliberate pages. Yeah? <laughs> because it's about 2063, how life is. And it's Kenyan. But it's a 2063, and I had to think. Today I've loved how Commander has talked of those Schrodinger cards and so on, because I had to do the same sort of research so that it, it's not stupid. Like, what does 2063 look like with what we know now? Of course, there are variables. A so lot many. of assumptions as well. Yes. Yeah, but you document them in the book, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. So I would give that one, because I think it's a very interesting journey for anybody interested in the future or a version of it. Yeah. Maybe in 2063, guys, you read it and say, Jesus. Maybe, yeah? maybe you I'll be 88 years old. Yeah. I actually want to die in 2063. Literally, if this is something I ask God, eh? just so that I can be like, this book and the reality, how do they match up? Then, the did you, did you um, consider artificial intelligence in your book? Of course. Okay. Of course. I mean, is Japanese, I try to consider everything. And thank God now there's Google, there are things. I try, I mean, there, there are places, uh, yeah, in fact, there's a terrifying, uh, Flora knows this. There's a horror in that book without giving anything away. The guest called Morgan Chamaroche is a kissy. Chamaroche <laughs> means of the river. Mm-hmm. But there's something called organ because there's all that stem cell research, uh, yeah. things. Uh, and these days, you saw even the other day they are putting the monkeys to grow things. So what will happen, Martin, the day you have your version, but you use it as spare parts. Yeah? Like my dad died of liver cirrhosis. But if he had a spare part, Mochama, if he had his thing, he can. So you keep something, maybe minus the brain. But that can happen. Your eyeballs, everything is you, but it didn't have a brain. Then it's cryptogenically uh, frozen. 
and then you keep taking this thing but it looks like you mm. as they degenerate then you can get replacements uh, yeah as your body degenerates you keep getting uh, so so i've considered that's not artificial intelligence I agree. there's artificial intelligence throughout the book but but that's the main horror Uh, without giving plot yeah. away, that there is Morgan and there is Organ. Where can people find your books? Um, I know we should ask this question at the end, but I'm just, um, I, I think it's, it's as good a point to ask as any. You know, I'm thinking I have to get one distribution channel because my books are all over depending because I've had like uh, 10 different publishers for the 10 different, it, it's never a repeat system. Eh? So, so prestige sometimes can be reliable with Well, this prestige at Yaya and um well no yeah, the the one at uh, Mamangina Mamangina yeah there are books that can be found like at a textbook center there are books that can be found uh, I love to send this podcast to Phoenix publishers <laughs> yeah because how, how do you you sell 3000 books out and then you haven't done the reprints yet yeah and then you know we get busy you can't keep telling a publisher So different publishers operate in very different ways. Story Moja has got like princess are these they are quite reliable. So um yeah, okay. embarrassing okay. so, so it depends on the publisher. Yeah, it depends on the publisher. Okay. Yeah. Some you'll find at TBC. Okay. Yeah. And, and and the second book? It gives me such great pleasure to talk about a, to see the book called I had carried it and just to look at it because i've never read a book so much um there's a guy called michael corder a legendary publisher he was also a novelist and all but he published something called uh, uh, other lives eh? it is memoirs but it says memoirs about other people then he writes about all the people he published like, yeah from the obscure to the a crazy the book you, you can go to an island with eh? so you find eccentrics there like uh, Tennessee Williams who died of you know choking on a vodka yeah a bottle cap mm-hmm. you find mafia dons eh? and his experiences with them you find housewives who became like bestsellers and then ran off with black drug dealers to new hack yeah you find crazy english people eccentrics who are like you know let's swim eh, in the english channel yeah the guy is freezing he has a fever but he needs to win this uh, contra- or to maintain the right with the uh, you know with simon and shushta that book is a feast other lives yeah? other lives it's called other lives by michael corder Yeah? writers like Harold Robbins sorry I'll just talk about two more writers Harold Robbins who couldn't give a damn about writing they just wanted the money when they are best sellers so they have to be locked in hotels and told don't give him meals till he has delivered x amount of pages the guy just wants to be in his yacht in the cap de antibes then others who are messianic about their writing yeah they go they say this is where it happens some loaded guy but he has created like almost a spaceship eh? for for is that this way i wrote the first word and then wants to be Harold Robbins never wants to be edited he didn't care about editing mm. eh? yeah 
he says write whatever you want he hates getting copy back then you get a guy what was that guy called for for uh, the second wave i forget his name i remember the books but the guy for like the second lady he likes quarreling with the publisher about every sentence he enjoys it eh? he writes more notes about his book then he's written the book eh? so the publisher will say if you change this then he comes back with like 12 pages of notes eh? <laughs> explaining why then you know you just want to surrender yeah you want to oh you're called common yeah. you want to say common uh, Ivan Wallace sorry common was another <laughs> you want to tell him Ivan Wallace eh? it's okay then he says no it's not okay then if you refuse to talk to him he goes to the boss eh? like to the chairman he says i'm one of your best sellers this guy's not taking my book seriously <laughs> so you start dreading yeah god eh? is like please eh? like who, who can take Ivan eh? I don't uh, I don't yeah. then invite you to his estate eh, so that you discuss that book eh, and he's ready to do it with you for three weeks eh, from four in the morning till midnight eh? yeah. yeah you drink you do whatever you want but you'll discuss that book line by line eh? so th- th- this book is fantastic. other lives yeah. other lives other wonderful lives. um um like quick for questions um kashata mabuyu eh? Kashata. Oh, Kashata. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. Um I have a medali. Sure. Eh? Can Jump I go in. for it? Yeah. Eh? Kovu. Yes. Comma. Yes. Complete. Don't, don't, don't. Dash, dash, dash. No pressure. I'm actually I also I'm clueless so I'm At also supposed to guess. Mwenyekovu. No one? Nikipov. <laughs> no. No. Uh, is, it like, is it like poetry? No, no. Uh, there, there is no alliteration. Oh. Uh, Mwenyekovu ni scam kardinali. Ni scam kardinali. No, that's, that's not a really answer. bad joke. No. <laughs> that's our oh, you guys have some inside. Uh, yeah. okay, okay. Uh, Mwenyekovu. <laughs> Maria scam no? kardinali. <laughs> Mwenyekovu usidhani kapoa. Usidhani kapoa. Okay. So it's close. Usidhani ni kipoa. Yeah, so usidhani kapoa. There you go. He who has a scar Um, I think in English it's very incorrect but he was a squad I don't think he's healed. Mm, something yes, yeah. Yes, yes. yeah. I'm a more it's, less it's sort of like saying forget. for like a underdog thing mbuachini. Mbali sana mzuri sana. Very near very far. Yeah. An underdog is always mbuachini. Yeah. You come mbali sana mzuri sana. Yeah. 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 So far so good. So far so good. So good. Oh. <laughs> No, Tony, yeah. thank you so much for joining us. Um we are honored um, to have this conversation with you. And That again, as always we could go for, you know, hours and hours but we'd have to kill Maria first. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so um, much. This yeah. has just been like absolutely like amazing. Thank you. Man. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for yeah, saying yeah, yes. just say, um, what can I say? I can say that uh, you're both very intelligent and warm hosts. Santa yeah. very intelligent and very warm. You're a great combination. Yeah. Thanks man. Yeah. Thank you so much for yeah. saying Santa that. That means Santa. a lot to us, especially if, you know for a person like me who read and read um, your column time and again. Ah, yeah. that, 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 that's the advantage of age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Um, there you go. Thank you so so much. But your reader should know Zika MZ. Eh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll do a photo. We'll take photos. Oh, you'll take pictures. Yeah. Oh, great. Yes, yes, yes. So, I don't want them to think you're some uh, doddering skeleton. <laughs> 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 not not at all. They'll see that.
Asante sana. Uh, we wish you well. May you stay busy being born. Keep growing, keep doing your thing. We'll keep reading and we'll keep enjoying. Thank you so much. Asante sana. Thank you so so much. Yeah, yeah and so to you our listeners, um thank you so much for staying with us. Um it, it's a long episode once again because mm. of the stories. Yeah. But that's why we're here. Um you know, two minutes of a conversation really don't get us the stories yeah. of busy being born they don't yeah. um and and you know as always you could go on for hours and hours on end but Clearly, we will not do that even two hours maze mm. uh, uh, yeah. not enough but yes thank you so much abu as always that is our sound engineer and asante sana maria will be mm. will be better host we promise we we'll keep it <laughs> one day yeah. one these day these guys are brilliant in, you can't blame us 2034 yeah <laughs> they'll be better 2063 2063 when they have their own radio station as you know Which ladies works. and gentlemen as we always say ah yeah yeah we didn't even ask about rock and music and there are so many stories here yeah. yeah, so many stories anyway to you the listener thank you so much we'll say like we always say stay busy being born and when you're not when you're busy not living you're busy Rotting? Uh-huh. No. Uh, no. Not rotting. No. Uh-huh. You're busy letting Lenin decide life for you. There you oh. go. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, as always, we've been your hosts, Commander. Kekodu. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Do look out for more from us. For now, Kwaheri.